And hello and welcome to the Tommy Divine Podcast. It is May 28th. It is 10.30 at night, a late night edition. We haven't had a lot of those lately here on the Tommy Divine Podcast, but tonight we have a special guest, a frequent of the program, my cousin, one of my best friends of all time. It's Patrick Feltz, hailing from Geist Reservoir. Pat, how are you doing today, my friend? Doing quite well. Ready for a late night TDP, you know, or yeah. TDP after dark. Should we say? It's uh, been I'm sure a, it's you're been listening to this. It has. I'm sure you're listening to this uh, during the day, most of you. So this is this is what's going on right now here at 1030 at night uh, on the East yeah. Coast. And Tommy, you say uh, yeah. we've got a lot to talk about, I think. Yeah. So yeah, let's get let's sure. get let's get into it. OK. Uh, yeah, I haven't done a late one in a while because with quarantine, you pretty much can do podcasts whenever, which is so mm-hmm. nice. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. No matter yeah. what. Yeah. So got this going on tonight and today you know we're down day i think like what 347 of no sports is that at least that's what it feels like i don't know what what are we on day uh, i don't even I know believe it's you know 84 years or so yeah it's it's been quite a while i've been through many past lives uh now i think i'm reincarnated as a tree at this point it's been so long um since we've had a live sporting event we had the match on Sunday, which kind of counted, but what mm. what did you think of all that? What did you think of the match on Sunday? I know it's a little bit kind of late talking about it on Thursday, but what did you think about that? You know, I think beyond the actual golf, I wasn't I wasn't really watching it for the golf. I was watching it for one reason, one reason alone, and that was to watch Tom Brady fail. Tom Brady is an athlete who I hate, who you probably hate, who Everybody who is not a New England Patriots fan despises. And watching him now, play yeah. some terrible golf and rip his pants on national television, it's it's just golden. It's golden. And hopefully without Belichick, he does the same in Tampa. I don't hate Brady now that he's with the Buccaneers, but I still hate uh, some no. of the same. No, I still do. He he won those six Super Bowls with New England and I don't I can't I, ugh. I don't hate the, him as much as I used to, but I still He's the hate face him. of the evil empire. Well, I mean, yeah, but now he's in Tampa, so it's not really... Yeah, but he's still the same guy who who was Mr. New England Patriots and beat the Colts all those times. Yeah, yeah. There's no love loss for me, and seeing Peyton Manning beat him feels nice. Yeah, for sure. And I got to say, putting Tiger and Peyton together, like one of the best pairings athletically I think we've ever seen in any competition. I mean, you got two of the most versatile athletes uh, to ever in their respective sports. I mean... That pairing, I mean, was just a duo for me that I couldn't pick against, to be honest. Like, that was just... Yeah, no, and, and Tiger, Tiger, I think, has been a better player than Phil uh, these last uh, one or two years. Of course, Tiger winning the Masters last year. And Tiger, you know, he's still playing, I think, better than he's played in a decade plus at this point. Uh, right now, he's playing some of the best golf of his career. And Peyton Manning, even in his days in the NFL, he was always known as a really good golfer. And I never really heard the same buzz around Tom Brady. So, uh, uh, number eighteen and uh, Tiger Woods felt like the easy bet, and they ended up pulling it off. Yeah. So had that on Sunday. That's kind of a little taste in the kind of feeling like live sports again. Uh, then we had... but uh, Sunday, what we missed though, felt yeah. more like uh, one of the emptiest days of the whole pandemic era for me, at least. Oh yeah. I, I didn't want to bring this up, but yeah, Sunday, not having the Indianapolis 500 as a as a local 
uh, person in Indiana, being a part of the culture here. And you may say, well, you live in Lafayette. You don't live in Indianapolis. Well, I know we're an hour away, but it's still like, it's still part of me. It's still that DNA in me, like the race, you know, the 500. It is. It's, it's our state. It's what we are. And for one day a year, our state is on the international forefront. We are uh, the center of the sports universe. All eyes are on Indianapolis, Indiana for one race for 500 miles for 200 laps. And you know what? Uh, it hurt. It hurt not having the 500. Uh, not going to lie to you. I love that race. And I watched a couple of the replays flipping back and forth with uh, the golf match uh, on TNT. But yeah, I watched a couple of those race replays and didn't quite feel the same. So IMS, yeah. I'll see you in August. And IndyCar, I'll see you June 6th. And uh, I'll tell you, you know, from, you know, back home again to Indiana to drinking of the milk. I mean, it's just it's a whole it's a spectacle. And and not having that on Memorial Day weekend is just kind of yeah. It's just kind of you're missing something. You know, you're pour me a glass of milk uh, for pour one out, pour out a glass of milk. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I didn't I didn't phrase that correctly at first, but uh, I came around and (laughs) it's it's going to be going to be a long road before we get the 500 and. I don't know if fans will be in the seats or not, but I can assure you I will be watching one way or another. Absolutely. Uh, So now we turn our attention to something that kind of has me bothered, uh, hot and bothered, if you will. Uh, German soccer is now taking over some of the only live sports on. And German soccer, for you people who do not know, uh, is Bundesliga soccer. And it's a big deal. Um, I... I kind of care about it with Dortmund, uh, Borussia Dortmund, but really, other than that, it's pretty goofy, and it's not—it's—it's <laughs> it's just not uh, a viable yep, option yep. for sports. G- goofy is right, and uh, you heard me making those noises, yep, yep. like a, like <laughs> yeah, Goofy yeah. from a uh, from Disney. Yeah, uh, absolutely, I, I do not oh, care about worry. soccer, let alone soccer in Germany, uh, and I probably never will care about soccer. Uh, it would just. I just don't get it. And I, t- I totally, if you, it is your thing and you love that sport, that is wonderful. And I am so happy for you that you've got, you've got soccer to watch, but to all of us Americans who do not care about it. Oh, it just feels like pouring salt in the wound. We finally get sports back and it's international soccer. Really? And you that's know, that's what we get. And I, I, I want to just say, be careful of doing the goofy Disney because I don't need those, you know, Disney uh, people coming after me uh, for the copyright, for copyright infringement. Uh-oh. So we got <laughs> to chill on that. Uh, it was uh, yeah. it was parody. I think that's protected under, under yeah, fair use. It's all good. Honestly, though, uh, it's just as goofy. Like, you know, all the soccer uh, league coming back, La Liga, all this soccer and I could not have a worse time. I mean, I just don't care about any of these leagues. They all pop up on my ESPN score center. I could care less. I don't understand why all these other leagues are getting going. And I get, you know, in other nations, they're more clear to play because of the coronavirus not being as bad over in other places. But, you know, you take a look at the NBA. Well, they're not going to probably start till mid-July. And you're like, well, could we get maybe started a little earlier than that? You know, and you take. I I don't know. I don't know about getting started earlier than that, and I'm gonna trust the NBA's decision making on that. But what I'll say with the other soccer leagues starting up is uh, my two co-hosts over on the First and Ten podcast, uh, Reed Murray, Griffin Healy. They're both big English Premier League guys, and 
they, they were talking to me today. They were like, that starts back up June 17th. The, the question is, Patrick, are you going to be watching or not? And I said, I don't think there's any IndyCar on that day, so that won't be able to be an excuse for me. But odds are I probably will not be. And if I do, it'll be for five minutes before I get bored and either fall asleep or turn it off to go play some video games. Yeah, I mean – Or go outside or read a book or do anything else the, but, but watch The soccer. thing with uh, Premier League for me, it's got to be a big rivalry game, you know? And I can really name any rivals because I really don't care that much. But it's got to be like, you know, <laughs> Liverpool versus Chelsea or like big names, you know. Uh, I don't I don't know if that's a rivalry yeah, or not, I is it? I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I couldn't tell you. I, I, know, I know the Derby, the, the Manchester yeah, inner, in the inner cities of London yeah. rivalries. Yeah, but, I, I uh, mean, yeah, I, I couldn't I tell know. you. And to be honest, it's got to be big time soccer for me. If I'm even watch. that, I, I just – even that, I just don't care about the sport. I can appreciate the passion and the pageantry of the events and the fans. And without fans, though, you can't really appreciate that, which that's one of the big draws to, to the sport as a whole for me is seeing the, the fans and the chants and the banners and all that. But I guess without that, you don't, you don't have that. And I'm not even that opposed. I'm not opposed at all to empty stadiums for, for games. But I guess soccer, that's one of the only things I even care a little bit about because – sport itself i think is like watching paint dry yeah i mean it's pretty it's pretty bad to watch um you know and even if i'm watching big time premier league soccer like it's still not even half as exciting as a half of nfl football and i got some people telling me that that's hogwash and i just can't believe that like i just can't i can't fathom that like I, i don't know how you sit and watch the nfl and then go watch a soccer game and tell me that soccer is more exciting than college football or the NFL. I just don't understand that. It's not even just college football or the NFL. It's it's really anything. It's yeah. and it's the same people who say that that IndyCar is boring. I'm like, really? You you think that's boring with all the I mean, you know 140 mile per hour cars yeah. and then you you go watch guys kick around a ball for an hour and a half and it's one to zero, maybe. I mean, I yeah, I can't even get into like. You know, going to the Indy 500, like, would be way better than going to a soccer game. My my friend Nathan. No, no, no. I'll say this. I think going to an actual actual game would be pretty cool because, okay. of, again, the fans. The fans are, yeah. are very, okay, very yeah. passionate, and that would be a cool thing to see. Okay. But, but watching it on television. Yeah, because uh, our, our mutual friend on the podcast, Nathan Hundley, uh, he actually went to a Borussia Dortmund game up at Notre Dame Stadium uh, not too long ago. So... He loved that a whole bit. And I forget who they were playing. Like I said, it probably doesn't really even matter. But, um, you know, it, uh, it's a, it was a really fun crowd, he said. And, uh, you know, it wasn't as packed as it would be for a Notre Dame home football game, but still a decent crowd. So um, I'd rather watch Notre Dame play New Mexico than oh. any soccer oh, game yeah. in that oh, stadium. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's not even a question. That's not a question. I was, I was, was kind of poking fun at him because I'm like, Wow, what a waste of Notre Dame Stadium. You could do literally anything in that stadium. But really, a soccer game? But, you know. Yeah, this is this is kind of a really anti-soccer podcast in all sense. Unfortunately, yeah. Maybe we need another, an alternative voice. Well, and I'll, so and I'll say this. We're not anti-playing soccer or anti-fan watching soccer. We're just anti-soccer on television. Yeah, I just can't sit through it for for an hour and a half. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, 
it's it's quite it's quite horrifying. But uh, like I said before, let's kind of turn our attention to the NBA, and we'll kind of go down the list of leagues. But you know, the NBA's uh, looking like it's going to come back for the most part. I mean, there's been some things tossed around, and we've been talking about it. Um, what are you most excited if the NBA comes back? What are you most excited for? You know, I'm just excited for uh, one of the four major professional sports of the United States to be back on the menu. And uh, it'll have been, what, four or five months between the last game of the regular season and the first game of the playoffs, which is kind of unprecedented, which I guess is the word to describe a lot of what's going on in the world right now. But uh, beyond that, all the teams will probably be living in the same resort in Orlando, I think it'll be at Disney World. Yeah, correct? it's gonna be at Disney World. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of fun stuff. I think LeBron's gonna ride the teacups. I don't know exactly what's gonna <laughs> happen, um, but you know, I think it's a good place to have a tournament like that. Uh, it can hold a lot of things. The Disney complex there, the ESPN complex, the Wide World. Yeah, of sports. Wide World of Sports. I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fun. I'm, I'm interested to see how the broadcasts work for TNT and ESPN. Mm-hmm. I wonder if. Uh... Having all those players in the same hotels, I wonder if, uh, and I'm sure there will be strict quarantine rules. I wonder if there will be any like fights in a hotel lobby or or something because they're all going to be packed into the same place or yeah. charging into one guy's room or sneaking into a meeting in a ballroom or I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there could be some interesting storylines come out of the hotel. Yeah, and honestly, I I hope they have a lot of film crews there and cameras because I want to see a lot of behind the scenes of this. Because this a reality show this, almost. Because this down the road, twenty or thirty years, is going to be a thirty for thirty. I mean, it's gonna. There's gonna be a lot of. It could be, yeah. It's gonna be like a ten part docu series of like, oh, you know, life in quarantine or that one, you know, twenty twenty playoffs. It's gonna. Or be you know what? Playoffs. Maybe maybe what it's gonna feel like is, is something like the Battle for Atlantis. You yeah, know, that, that yeah. College basketball yeah. tournament. They're all staying at the resort and they're playing the games in in a hotel ballroom and it's a lot of major schools, but. Uh, I don't think there have ever been any problems with that with guys, you know, getting into fights or charging in other guys' rooms or spying on practices or something. Yeah. Uh, but maybe they're well with this because they're professionals and there's, you know, a bunch of money on the line and these guys have actual relationships and rivalries and yeah. all that. So we'll see. Yeah, and you wonder, you know, we'll see with that. Is LeBron going to kick up the banana crew, banana boat crew again? You know, him, Chris Paul. Or... How many of them are going to be there? How many of them are even going to be in the playoffs? Is, well, Chris uh, Paul will, right? I know. Uh, Chris Paul. Yeah. yeah, Oklahoma City, I believe, will. I don't know if uh, Portland is or isn't with Carmelo. Okay. I think they're on the bubble from what I remember, but I don't know. I don't think Portland will probably be in. Uh, from I don't know. I think – because wasn't Memphis the, the AC in the West? Or... Yeah, I think – yeah. Was it Memphis? I can't remember. I, I it's don't... been so long since I checked the NBA Yeah, standings. it's been a while since I've seen the standings. And... Uh, yeah, but uh, and Dwayne Wade, the other member of the band, is yes. retired. Yeah. But maybe he'll be on. Maybe he'll be on a broadcast. Yeah, probably TNT. TNT or something. Uh, and so I think what they're going to do is, from what I hear, and there's many rumors flying around, but they're going to do a one through sixteen, uh, no conference well, tournament. That's that's just a proposal at, at this yeah. stage. I, there is still they could still do the East West split. And they might just do 16-team bracket. And I don't know if that'll be best of three, best of five, best of seven uh, for those first and second round games before the conference and uh, NBA finals. But yeah, uh, beyond that, 
I thought this bracket was pretty interesting, and there was there were some cool matchups, and, and it actually shakes out pretty well for my team, the Pacers. So I'd kind of be in favor of it. I think we could, uh, we, I think the Pacers could handle the Denver Nuggets pretty well, especially without altitude in the mix. And it's crazy to just think that that could potentially be a first round series. You know, two teams from opposite conferences yeah. who have never met in the playoffs before. So, yeah, so I think this idea it could, yeah. it could make for some really unique scenarios. Really unique. This idea, I think. Jalen Rose was talking about how the league, I think, was going to try to maybe do this at some point down the road a couple of years ago. I remember he was talking about it on ESPN, like just no conference. Well, uh, Bill Bill Simmons has been talking about this for a yeah, while Simmons, too, and yeah. I think the big the big issue has always been travel for the playoffs because let's say the Lakers are the one seed and the Brooklyn Nets are the 16 seed, which I believe is the case right now, or maybe the Lakers are number two and the Nets are 15. Uh, if you're all in Orlando in the same hotel or resort and you're t- five minutes, ten minutes from the arena and you, you don't have to leave the city yeah. or get on a plane, yeah. that's one thing versus flying across the country for a seven-game series. A- absolutely. Uh, which could be a, a total drain on everybody and make the quality of play really low. So do you see this working out as like a March Madness type of thing Night. where they have games on all no. day or – is it going to be like a... I ooh maybe in that I thought you were saying like March Madness and like a single elimination kind of upset. No, maybe no, no, not no. that, but no. I'm, I'm thinking like well, all you know, day games, or are they going to play them all at night? Or I would assume they would play them all at night just be just because uh, you know that's primetime television. But also they can run these things on tape delay because how's it going to leak if you make all the players sign an non-disclosure agreement? Yeah. Unless press is there and, and then it gets out, but uh, I guess it's a possibility. So I think that would be cool. Maybe, you know, set up the games during the day. I I think it'd be fun. That's the other thing. I didn't get to that. Yeah, setting up the games during the day and maybe just for one day, kind of like a Thursday of March Madness, which we didn't get this year. Thursday, Friday, March Madness. Like maybe just one day where you play a a one o'clock game of four o'clock game a seven o'clock game and a 10 o'clock game and then do it again the next day yeah maybe that's a saturday sunday and you know what the nba has actually done that before on the first saturday and sunday of the playoffs i think they do that pretty much every year so i don't think that's unprecedented for a a week uh, or a daytime game but maybe if it's during the week versus during the weekend that could be new and it's possible but i think but for the most part, keep things like the conference finals and the NBA finals uh, at night for maximum ratings because there yeah. are still people going to work during the day, and whether it be at home or uh, at the workplace, depending on safety. So yeah, no, I, th- I think keeping it at night is probably the, the smartest option for the the biggest game. Yeah, the finals definitely need to be at night for sure. That's not even a question. I'm talking about like round one, you know, when you have a lot of these series. Well, they, there. they play Saturday and Sunday afternoon games already, so. Yeah. I don't see him putting like a Tuesday one o'clock kick uh, tip yeah. off ever, just because you know the money is too big. Tuesday at eight will make more any, more money than Tuesday at one, pretty much every time. Uh, so do you think the NBA going forward after this whole Corona? Do you think maybe any of this stuff sticks? Like, do you think maybe we'll we'll have like if let's say they do propose that one through sixteen. Do you think they'll do something like that where it's one through 16 and then they all have it at one well, venue or are we going to go back to? No, I mean, no, I think we'll, we'll go back to regular playoffs, I think, but 
you know, the one through through 16, I think is interesting, but I think the travel issues are just too big. Yeah. To overcome at that point. Well, you don't, you don't think they'll keep something in Orlando. Like if they, if this goes really well, let's just say this is like a great success. Like they just get tons of ratings. I know even it is going to be affected with quarantine and people staying home and stuff, but like, that's, I think, going to be the bigger yeah. effect on ratings is people just having nothing better to do and missing live sports so much that, hey, I'll watch the NBA even though I'm a casual fan yeah. or I'll watch every single game besides just my own teams, which is going to be it for me because usually I just watch the Pacers and kind of dabble in everything else. If it came back, I would probably watch everything just because I need it that yeah. badly. So. Uh, I think that'll be the bigger effect on the ratings, and I don't. I think we'll go back to playing in home arenas pretty much – next year and and every year beyond that for the playoffs i don't think that's even a question uh but the summer league is is something kind of similar to this i would say Uh, as far as the nba goes you know two or three arenas in a location and guys staying in the hotels and the summer leagues in what it used to be in orlando and now it's i think just in vegas so yes i believe so yeah um her wasn't there a there might have been a sacramento league at some point too i think yeah that sounds about right that sounds familiar. Uh, but so from, okay, from this, um, yeah, so we move on to the NHL, which not a lot of talking about the NHL, um, but it's just kind of sitting in the dark like it usually does, waiting to kind of, you know, pounce. It kind of, you know, it kind of waits in the shadows. And, it, it you know, the uh, owners and the commissioner don't really do a good job of marketing it. But this 2014 playoff that they're discussing, could be tremendous uh, in the long run. Yeah, this is really interesting. I don't think this is ever going to be a permanent thing the NHL ever does. Oh, no. no. Probably again. No, no this no. is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, a 24-team NHL bracket. Oh, it's nuts. I mean, I, I believe it's like – it's it's something else. I, the, the, the way it's kind of bracketed out, you've got the elimination rounds going on at the same time as the – round robin seeding tournament for the top four seeds and, and the bottom what is it is that eight seeds per conference yeah because there's 12 in yeah. each geez uh they'll they'll be fighting it out uh for single elimination to move on to the next round now which which is just so intense and uh i think that's a great idea by the now, nhl i think the nhl they need to make a move and because they don't they don't market very well this could act like a March no, Madness. They're horrible type. at it. This tournament could act like a March Madness type of thing. Like you could really, they could really try because there'll there'll be a lot of hockey going yeah. on for for a, a lot while. of hockey. But the thing is, NBC just does not do a good job marketing oh, the oh, NHL, no. and maybe that's and they don't they, I mean, kind of I credit them for one thing with IndyCar as a big IndyCar fan. They've done a pretty good job promoting the 500 and also. They moved the Texas Motor Speedway race from NBCSN to actual NBC uh, Saturday night next week. So uh, I'll credit them with that. But they've kind of dropped the ball with IndyCar, I would say, too. But uh, at the NHL on NBC, it gets zero promo. And I feel like if we're on somewhere like ESPN or Turner, maybe we would get more. But uh, maybe this is NBC's chance to show off that NHL package and promote the league and get into as many homes as possible because I know I'm interested in this as a very casual hockey fan and that's saying something. I'm the same. And, you know, if I'm Dick Eppersall, okay, so the NHL needs to make a move. The NBA doesn't really need to. So 
and you said this with the NBA, you know, they, they don't need to put games at one o'clock on a Tuesday because, you know, they don't need it. The money's too big. Well, the NHL needs a splash. So if you were going to tell me or even people that have to go to work, like, hey, you know, if I'm working in an office somewhere, hey, there's hockey on today at noon. You know, NBC can get NBCSN going. They got the, the virtual. If I'm Dick Eppersall, you know, I, I run games on USA, on regular NBC, NBCSN. I'm, I'm running Golf channel with any channel. CNBC, MSNBC, MSNBC, CNBC. I'm running them all day as much as humanly possible. I'm getting so much hockey on television that people will be sick of hockey. I, I mean, if you're really going to push this and make a move for it, if you're the NHL and you're the only sport out there besides soccer, I mean, it's a move for me. I'm I, Playoff games all day. If you're going to be doing, like you said, this round-robin tournament alongside with the elimination tournament, you have hockey on all day. I mean, this is going to be oh, They just need to find time in the schedule for it. And they can't put these games at the same time. They need to space them space out, them out. And, and make it just as big and long as possible. And and, and they have the Just give us content all day long. They, it makes total, total sense. It makes total sense for them to be putting them – at noon on a Wednesday because people will watch because they have, most of them have nothing better to do. And the NHL needs to capitalize on the market in a way the NBA does not. And, and the NHL, I mean, they or NBC has the resources. They have the channels. Put mm-hmm. them on MSNBC, CNBC, USA. Just space them out. Maybe not the news. Maybe not the news channels. I think there's something a little more important than hockey going on right now that needs to be covered. I think, but I think you, could you know, on the you on the one of them, I think. on the flagship on on sports, even on Golf Channel, maybe. Uh, I think they've done that before. Okay, that's weird. Maybe I'm crazy, but that's weird. But cool. No, I think MSNBC uh, you don't, but like CNBC you can do. I think. You, yeah, they've done that before. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe people do need to be watching the stock market, which I think is mostly what CNBC is about because that's kind of a mess too. But, uh, yeah, USA Network you can use, and, uh, and I think I think the big thing for me though is there is an opportunity for the NHL to be putting games on all day long when the NBA isn't going to have as many games and does not need uh, to grab the casual fans' attention because they're good at that because they have superstars and the NHL really doesn't. And yeah. Uh, just putting on a sport, one of the four major U.S. sports during the day, that is going to draw in so many eyeballs that wouldn't have watched otherwise just because it's on. The NBA is going to get them. The NHL might not, and especially when it has to compete with the NBA. So finding a unique time schedule, I think it makes total sense. And the NHL, you know, they've tried to do March Madness-y type of things before, like, oh, fill out your NHL brackets. Well, hell, where have we heard of that before? Obviously – NCAA, <laughs> like they're trying to make it like a special thing, like kind of like a March Madness. This is exactly how you do it. You put games at weird time slots. People are, some people are still at home, but even if you got a guy in an office, he'll, he'll, you know, he'd rather be watching NHL than doing, you know, TPS reports. He doesn't care. So most, yeah. most of those people who are going to be in offices are, are probably still going to be working at home. Is the thing. Yeah. And that's true. Too. So you've got them. You know, they have a TV in their office or they keep the TV running in their living room and, you know, they're in the kitchen or the office on the computer and they can hear it. They can hear the announcers. Maybe they pop in for a couple minutes during lunch and that still counts as viewership. So and plus I'm I'm all for it if I'm if I'm I just I missed uh, 
think I, I miss uh, Emery, Mike Emery. I miss his voice. Uh, and he misses hockey. I feel bad for him and I feel sad for him. I want hockey to be back. And plus, my Blackhawks are going to make the playoffs if we have this thing. As the bottom seed. Hey, still got a quest for the cup. Let's go. If I'm a Blackhawk fan, why not? I can't wait to watch the top seed St. Louis Blues wipe the floor with them. And that's only if the Blackhawks make it out of the elimination we'll round, see. which they're in. We'll see. The Blues hey, you know what? You just need, you're just you saying there's a chance. That's all you need. You know what? I've actually I know I know nothing about what's going on in you're hockey this year, other than the Blues are the best team. I, but I, I've got a bad feeling that there could be like some some dark magic the Blackhawks are brewing, well, and that like everyone's laughing at them. Oh, you're the last place team making it, and, and then suddenly they go on a couple. Well, run. I mean, the, I just got a bad I mean, feeling. I don't know. Their their record isn't great, but it's good enough to get in that twenty four. And you know, I stopped watching probably in November because I thought we were going to be pretty bad, and the fact that we're going to make it in. I'm pretty hyped. Like it's, I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> Making the playoffs only because of special circumstances due to a worldwide hey, pandemic. We'll take it. We'll take it. Take what you can get, right? Take what you can get. Get a chance for the cup. Um, and I know you don't think this is a reliable source, but we're. I was listening to Pat McAfee, and I know he does some. We love Pat on the pod. He loves. Right? He he's one of my favorite punters ever. Yeah. But on his podcast, he jumps to a lot of conclusions. Yeah. Um, but he was talking about how Pittsburgh could be one of these host cities because apparently the NHL is trying to get two cities involved. Um, and, and then he mentioned – That makes sense, one for the east, one for the west. Yeah, and he mentioned Indianapolis as a host city. Probably wouldn't work, but it would be No, fun. Be they, they weren't even on the – they weren't – no. Well, number one, we couldn't go to any of the games. Number two, uh, they weren't even on the NHL shortlist. I mean, I just want to – Bangers Life Fieldhouse is a mess for hockey. Uh, well, that's just with seating. Maybe they could do it without it. But then you've got what the Indiana Farmers Coliseum, the former Pepsi Coliseum. You couldn't do it in Lucas Oil. Then there's some. They wouldn't do it in Lucas Oil. That that's not worth it. And I don't know if they even have the. I guess the NHL could ship in a rink or something. But well, yeah, I think I think McAfee it's was not just worth throwing it. No. Out. No, there are other places. No, and I, I, I really appreciate him for always propping up the city of Indianapolis and mentioning it as a location for anything because I think it is a great city for hosting stuff, but yeah. we're not going to host the NHL. Yeah. The NHL and Indianapolis don't have a relationship like that. It's just it's just not going to be a thing. I think it's kind of stupid to even propose that. Although I, I do I do like that he's, he's mentioned our city like that. So wow. uh, props to him. Wow. Well, okay. All right. Uh, I just thought I'd mention it. I knew it probably wasn't going to happen. I was just saying that yeah. it would be. I've seen Chicago thrown around as a host city, yeah. among other places. Yeah, I mean, you know, Chicago. I think... they, they've certainly got the, the hotel infrastructure and the yeah. uh, the arena capacities or amount of arenas, maybe not capacity because it's not going to be fans in the stands. Yeah, um, but, you know, we're just talking like NHL coming back and, uh, you know, this is, this, I think there's a lot of opportunity here for the NHL, but as we all know, the NHL is, is probably going to yeah. blow it, you know. They're going to be putting them at 11 p.m. on USA Yeah, every night. I mean, it's, not every, not, scratch that, not every night, on Mondays only. They're going to, they're going <laughs> to probably they're go the NHL and they, with NBA. I mean, I don't know. No, oh, that's what they're going to do. That would be the, the grave mistake is going head-to-head with the NBA. Ultimate. Terrible move. The hardcore hockey fan is going to watch hockey every time over the NBA, 
everybody else who's only casually into either, there are more casual NBA fans than there are casual hockey fans. It's not even close. And everybody who's casually into the NBA over casually into hockey is just going to go watch the NBA because of the big names, because of LeBron James, because of, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo and and all those guys. And uh, I think going head-to-head with the NBA would be stupid for the NHL. So it's a losing battle. It's like going head-to-head with the NFL. You're not going to win. Going head-to-head with the bigger league is usually an issue. And and NBA is second or third biggest league, depending on uh, who, who you ask, I would say. So, um. The, the the NBA is going to do their thing and the NHL is going to have to do something else, I think. And if they do the right thing, it could be really big for the popularity of hockey. Yeah, they really have a chance here to, to grow it a little bit and grow the fan base. And they could strike gold, yeah, maybe with these potential afternoon time slots. Yeah. Um, and I don't know when they're when – were, when were they planning to come back? Do you know? I don't recall. You don't recall? I, I assume probably – same zone as the NBA, mid-July, maybe oh, a little earlier. That'd be, that's that's a yeah. ballpark. Yeah. Um, you also have to factor in international things with these these guys because there are a lot of Europeans, Russians, Canadians. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway. So there might have to be a two-week quarantining period for some of these guys if they re-enter America. Yeah. So, you know uh, – Let's kind of talk MLB a little bit. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it because, my me personally, I don't think they're going to come back. Like I don't think there's going to be an MLB season. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of labor disputes right now with guys not getting their uh, full salaries, and there's some issues with that. Blake Snell, Max Scherzer have both kind of expressed their their concerns with that. So, yeah. if it's a labor strike that holds baseball from playing, I think that would suck. But. I don't think it'll be a labor strike that holds them from playing. I just don't think it'll happen. Period. Because yeah. uh, I don't. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it's going to happen. It's just. It feels so. I, I don't know why. It feels so stacked. It, it's. I. I don't know why, but I just don't think it, it can. I feel like the the bubble idea is really hard for baseball because you're going to still have thirty teams versus the lesser amounts in these other leagues. You can't really split them in half. Yeah. You kind of have to keep them all in the same place because, you know, they're all playing each other versus an East and West with the NHL having 24 teams or the NBA only having 16 teams and being able to keep them all in one spot. So having a whole regular season in one spot sounds very hard, especially being able to keep everybody in for all those games. And traveling around the country might not be a thing for a while. So baseball, hate to say it, but I don't know if it'll be happening. And You know, I like the idea of, okay, you know, both Chicago teams, St. Louis, uh, I think it was Detroit, right? Uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Cleveland. Yeah, like, you know, all Kansas the, City, all those teams all in the all same the division, same. like three mega divisions. Yeah, that it's was interesting, interesting but, but... I mean, it's not really realistic. But, I mean, I don't think it'll ever... It, I don't think that would ever really come into fruition in any scenario other than this, yeah. but... I don't even know if we're going to get baseball in this scenario, and I would love to be proven wrong, but it sounds very hard. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm probably not going to miss baseball. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah, I'm going to miss mean, Cubs baseball. I'm, I'm going to miss not. the Cubs, but I'm not going to miss, like, the MLB, you know? I mean, it's I'm not super sad. You know, I was, I was ready for this season, actually. I'll say I thought the Reds were going to have a really good team. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of disappointing. And also – 
was bandwagoning for Tampa this year ah, uh, for a friend of the mine. Or okay. He got me into the Rays. He, he got me into the Rays, so I, I kind of hopped in the bandwagon. I and I went to a playoff game last year. It was actually down, down in Tampa, and I, I got to see them play Houston. But that was my biggest thing, actually. I, now that I mentioned the Astros, uh, really looking forward to watching the Astros get hit with a bunch oh. of baseballs and a, f- a bunch of fights started with them after yeah. the whole cheating scandal. You know, this is a great thing for, for Rob Manfred, who obviously wants to save the Astros' face. And the pandemic has been good for Rob Manfred, who I think is the worst commissioner in professional sports, and for the Houston Astros, who cheated their way to a World wow. Series victory. So good for them for avoiding all of the backlash and bad for everybody else. I can't wait until baseball's back and we get to watch the Astros get Somewhere Roger Goodell has been lighting holy candles because Robert Manford – Rob Manfred has come and has taken the mantle of absolutely worst commissioner in any sports league imaginable. And I was going to miss the Astros getting pegged. That was going to be amazing. And a lot of the fights um, for early in mm-hmm. this coronavirus, there were a lot of memes saying, you know, the Astros created the coronavirus, which I thought was quite humorous because they, they were able to get out <laughs> of a punishment of a season. I mean, this season was going to be, Absolutely bad for them. They they were gonna have a hell of a season in a bad way, uh, and they they really mm-hmm. it was happening yeah, in spring they, training. They really missed out on happening. a seventeen minute YouTube compilation of hits or getting hit by baseballs for the Astros. They missed out on that. So you know, I mean, other than that, though, you know, yeah, unfortunate. yeah, it's unfortunate. But you know, we try to try to move on and. Um, you know, MLB, I don't think is going to make it, which is, you know, uh, kind of sad. I don't know. Yeah, I think they would probably have to, if they wanted to play at home ballparks, instead of trying their best to keep it all in one place like Arizona, which I think is kind of impossible given the quantity yeah. of teams. Uh, it would probably have to be in like, I would guess August, September. And by that point, it's too late to really play any sort of baseball season and then have a legitimate yeah, postseason. Just, yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't right? work at all. Um, and plus, with the league, no, the league is literally every year it just starts earlier, it feels like. I feel like every year it gets like a day or two earlier. Like opening day is just a day or two earlier every year, I feel like. Uh, but Yeah, it's kind of a weird phenomenon. I noticed that too. I, I don't know anything yeah. concrete uh, about it though. You know, yeah, not this year though. Uh, I'm not even going to try to speculate NFL or college football because I feel like we beat that to death. I mean, I'm not even. Yeah, I don't, don't want to think about I don't it. Touch it. I think there's too much, too much we have to find yeah, out before September. So much September. to find out. I don't even want to touch that. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's just this this thing. It's so I feel like with a lot of the country right now, or half of the country, I feel like the Midwest. Okay, and then there's some areas where it's more severe than others. It, at least in Lafayette, where I live, the coronavirus, people are going out, people are doing things. They pro- I mean, you know, restaurants are starting to open up. You know, I know you're you're down near close to Indianapolis. So what's what's kind of the view down there still? Well, I don't know if it's about the view. I think they're just two different types of people. I'm of the opinion that the, the reopening was completely rushed. I think we did it way too soon. I don't think people are taking it seriously anymore. I think they see, oh, things are reopened. 
guess the virus is over. It is not over. It is still very much around, and people aren't taking it seriously. They aren't wearing masks. They aren't so, staying far apart. So, uh, it's. I think things are going badly, and I think pretty soon, unless heat kills the virus, which would be cool, uh, obviously, but uh, if that's not the case, I think we could be in for a summer of... So, India is starting to open up, like, downtown and everything again, or...? Yeah, there, there's a whole schedule uh, the state has. I think we're a phase behind most okay. of the rest of the state just because of the population differences. Uh, yeah. But I, th- I think it's all kind of being rushed. I think being able to go out and do things like normal. Well, it's not like normal, but some people are treating it like normal. Some people are, are treating it like it's just any other day and that the virus has just magically disappeared because you can now go outside. It has not yeah. disappeared. And uh, that's, that's kind of my soapbox, my PSA. I feel like with all the reopening yeah. so soon and, and just trying to get back to business as usual right now, it's going to cost us. Big. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think it, it gets, the, it's going to get to the point where people are just going to be like, okay, you know, I, I it, it's for some people, they just need normalcy because as human beings, we're not meant to just sit in a house all day and not talk to people face to face. We were meant as human beings to have face to face communication. So when you take that out of the question, you know, you go stir crazy, whatever. Um, but you know, for some, it just, it's, it's hard. You can't do it. Um, and at some point people, people are just mm-hmm. starting to be like, okay, yeah, you know, I'm done. You know, if I get it, then I get it. But like, I can't, it's not worth all this. I mean, you know, no, no. I think the thing is, I don't. When you say if I get it, I get and it. And that's some people. I, yeah. you know what? Okay, that's okay. You can do that. No, I'm not saying that's you one bit, but you can do that. But what's going to happen is you're going to spread it to somebody else, and that other person absolutely it could kill yeah. him. It could kill him for all you know. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's the big problem. And I think yeah, I think you you agree with me there. I mean, yeah, asymptomatic, all that stuff. It's scary stuff. You accidentally give it to our grandma yeah. or. Yeah, you know someone like that. Well, and, but that's you know, horrible. It's I guess, just I guess it's not going to go well. Stuff are starting to open thirty percent of people. Well, you know that thirty percent you let in, you know if they're little kids or families or whatever, you know what if they're asymptomatic, you know, and they don't and, and they don't know it. Who knows? Yeah, who who knows? That's the thing. There's so much we just do not know. I think it's a little early and. You know, a lot of the things, people aren't following the rules. That's the other thing. People are not following the rules. Like, uh, our, our grandma was just saying, she, she saw that her church in Terre Haute, they, they reopened to, yeah. to a lower capacity. And they said, old people stay at home. Uh, old people did not stay at home. She told us she saw the video of the mass. She stayed home. Yeah, and she I watched, watched video same, mass. I watched the same mass. Uh, she, saw, she saw a bunch of old people in the crowd who she said should not yeah. be there. Well, and- so. People are going and, to be and, uh, stupid regardless, and it's it's kind of disheartening. Wasn't wearing really. a mask, uh, you know, for the different things going on at mass, and he was uh, not really a lot of different things, and you got to be careful. And uh, you know, yeah, I mean, it's really because uh, you know, my my parents are like, should we go to church? Should we not? I'm not gonna go. I'm just gonna stay here and, and go to church here because no, it, it's not worth it. My dad's gonna go. You know, and it's no, not worth it's... It. and I don't want to get on here and, and blast any of my family or anything, but you know, me personally, it's not worth it for me. And I don't know if you know. No. Uh 
I think going to Mass Online yeah, has been I fine think, too. Yeah. Uh, honestly, being able yeah, to do it's MPJs. just you know it's safer. It you don't why take a chance? It's just not worth it. It's unnecessary. It, yeah, it's unnecessary. I mean, maybe maybe to try and feel normal, but it is well, not going to feel normal in there if you're doing the right thing. Yeah. If you're staying away from people and you have every mask on, it's going to feel yeah. really weird. And, you I know, just it won't you. be the last time. Whoever's listening to this, this our fans. This will not be the last time you hear this, you know, but, you know, it was Memorial Day weekend, obviously, this past weekend, you know, and you're out in Missouri and land of the Ozarks. It, it looks like nothing hit us. It, I mean, did you see those videos from Ozark? I did. Yeah, I mean, that was that's that insane. was I mean, are, you know, are there any people watching the, the water park? I don't even know if that was a water park or a pool or whatever that was. But like, pool? what? Like, oh, my is that gosh, not a liability? Was... I mean, what? I can't believe that was. I couldn't believe that was real. I I might look in. I don't. Is that real? Was yeah, that a real that was, thing? That, re, that was like, hundred and ten. Somebody did real? that. It's it's unbelievable. It just is like how not seriously yeah, these people I are mean, taking it. Yeah. And I think the more people who do that, the worse it's going to get. And I think a lot of people are going to take it seriously, and that's great. But I don't want the people who don't take it seriously to end up hurting the people who did and I, I'm afraid that that could be the case who they could yeah. unknowingly spread it you know maybe they you know touch the same pole in the subway maybe they you know work in their restaurant and yeah. prepare their food or who knows it's it's just so much yeah we and do you don't know right now yeah and I say who knows and unknown all the time but that's the thing it is such an odd you know and- scenario and we just don't know. And I and, think, you know, I to went wait. to a restaurant today, but, you know, we were social distance. The waitress had a mask on, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it was pretty, from what I was seeing, it was pretty safe. Not a lot of, except, you know, with your family. Yeah. And I think, I think in Indiana right now, it's pretty much exclusively outdoor dining, right? Uh, we, we sat indoors, but we were. Really? I, at least down here, down here, I think it's outdoor only. Yeah. So. I mean, but we were social distance. We were safe enough apart. Um, yeah, 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 think, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, my other thing, I, I, it's uh, like consistency with the law. I feel like everywhere should kind of like do the same. And obviously, not everywhere has the same effect. But maybe we should just like go with the safest one. Like maybe everybody should be doing it in Indiana, the way Indianapolis does. It. I'm not saying like, oh, Indianapolis has the best idea, but. Maybe we should all follow the same steps. That way we avoid. Yeah, confusion. but I'm, I don't think you can treat Indianapolis the same way you treat, you know, Fowler, Indiana. It's not it's not the same thing. But maybe we know? should. Oh, obviously not. But maybe you should just take it a little bit slower in those places, too, is my recommendation. And also just consistency across the whole state would lead to a lot less confusion. Like that thing with the restaurants. Like, yeah. we didn't know the difference. So. Maybe it would make things a lot less confusing, which I think is yeah. very important and going well, with the safe and I think and stuff. The levels of this around the country is like you have your hardcore people that are like, Oh, you know, I'm not going outside, I'm staying in, I'm not, you know, and they either have to or want to. Mm-hmm. And then you've got your laissez faire people on the way other side, you know, that are just I don't care, I'm not, you know. You know, I can give it to whatever. The Paul Feinbaum yeah. callers. And, you know, and then I'm I'm probably somewhere in the middle. I don't think I'm like a hardcore, but I'm not like, mm-hmm. you know, 
I mean, I'm, I'm out doing stuff. I mean, I'm safe. I have my mask. I have other things. Um, but you know, I'm not like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would call myself 80% towards the 80, 90% towards the I'm staying home side because, you know, I still go out, I'm babysitting, I'm going out and, you know, seeing my friends, you know, safely, but I I am not 100% home, which I think I'm doing it safely. I I mean, I'm, I've been out playing golf. I've been fishing. I've been keeping a safe distance with people, Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, a face mask and all that stuff and just got to be aware. But I think for the most part, I mean, it's obviously not over, but I think we're where we were two months ago. I think we're at a better place, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I hopefully, I hope. yeah, I mean, we hope, better, yeah. but you know, with the people who just don't want to follow it at all, why don't we just tell them, do you want college football or not? Yeah. And I saw Nick Saban went on to, he did a PSA in Alabama. It was Saban and, and the Alabama mascot. They did a, an Alabama uh, ad for wearing masks and stuff and staying home and staying distanced. Hopefully that hammers down the idea to people that if we don't do this, we might not So here's my football. thing. Why can't they just let fans into the stadium but just have masks on? I think they'd still be too close together. 100,000 people in Death Valley Tiger Stadium. You're all on top of yeah, each other. I think Ryan Rosillo, I was listening to him and Bill Simmons. They do a pod on Sunday nights. And, um, Rosillo was talking about, you know, if there was an SEC game tomorrow, LSU, Alabama, there would be 100,000 people in the stadium. Oh, no, no question. If you didn't have any restrictions? No question about it. I mean. No question. No. The, and that's just passion right there, I think, speaking. Uh, if you play that game in New York or Massachusetts, yeah. maybe a different story. Uh, and I think that number one is the, you know, how seriously they're taking it, how hardly they're hit, and, and passion yeah. for sports probably last yeah. on that list. But I, I would like to think that those people in Alabama or Louisiana or wherever would kind of see like, Hey, maybe it's not a good idea. And some of them would, but there's a lot of them and you could find a hundred thousand, I think to fill up Tiger stadium. Cause you know, Benny. I think Alabama kind of like a month ago, I think or something, they said, Hey, we're playing football in the spring or in the, in the fall. I mean, it's just, it's going to happen. So we're, we're going to, you know. I mean, well, you can, you can say that all you want, but if the government or the NCAA told well, you, no, know, I think, I think the NCAA the is leaving no. it up to the states and the governors of the state, I believe, from what I understand. If no other leagues play, uh, then I guess they would just yeah. kind of shut down. Uh, we'll yeah, see. Sorry. I don't want to it's talk big, about football it's, it's too much depressing. because I'm – Yeah. And um, it's – yeah. It's not even just depressing. It's just so – Yeah. No, it's just – yeah. Uh, ambiguous. It's ambiguous. But we it do seems, not know what's going to happen. It seems like there are a lot of people, scary. you know, it is. letting more practices go on. It's in small groups, and they're starting to let people come back on campus and stuff. So, I don't know. I mean, we'll just have to see. Um, I'm really interested to see what a dorm room would look Cross like our fingers. in the fall if students came back. Yeah. Well, uh, we got our we got our notice from IU. At Mo- they're going to try and put everybody into oh, a okay. single dorm. But if you already if you pick your roommate, I guess you can huh. have a roommate, or maybe it, it was kind of confusing. Uh, I think you're allowed to pick a roommate, but they're gonna try and put everyone in single. Interesting. Interesting. 
I didn't end up, I did not pick a roommate. I was in a random for my LLC, which is a community. Uh, basically, you're on a floor with people in your major, and I got into that. So I'll probably end up being in a single dorm in that. And Griffin Healy from the first to ten is going to be in that too. So, and I said to him like, "Hey, we can room together if we get the opportunity to, but if we don't, I'm totally cool with being a single." But we will be on campus in Bloomington. Okay, so what's going on with you guys at the first and ten? You put out a big episode today, I think, right? We did today or today yesterday. We did a new episode with our friend Jack Calson. Uh, we met him over the summer at IU. He's from Chicago. He's an OSU fan. He's going to Kentucky, so three schools in one right there. But uh, he he joined us, and we did our all time legends draft. Big Ten players, all of history. Well, I guess they could also be from non-Big Ten teams who are now in the Big Ten. Like, I had Tommy Frazier of Nebraska on my team, and he didn't play a snap of Big Ten football. Uh, But, yeah, we did our all-time legends draft. You're only allowed one player per team. Uh, And you can go see those on our Instagram, at the first and ten. And you can go listen to our podcast, at the first and ten. Or uh, first and one G. We got to nudge Reed to do some more content. He hasn't done content in about – Three weeks. Yeah. On the RJM uh, podcast. He put out an edit today. I uh, He didn't edit on RJM visuals today, his Instagram account where he does uh, jersey swaps and sports edits and stuff like that. I told him you should do a LeBron James Jr., Bronny James, Ooh. Ohio State yeah. edit, and he did it. And it's his most popular post ever, okay. most likes in his account history. So he said I can be That's his manager, awesome. which is pretty That's cool. Awesome. I would like to hear that. And uh, Reed, where's Reed going? He's is he also going? No, he's not going to IU. Reed is going to high school next year. Oh, Reed okay. is going to be a junior at a University okay. School of Nashville. Right. And uh, well, Griffin will be joining me in Bloomington, uh, moving from Jersey to uh, Monroe County. But uh, one last thing, we're actually starting a new series on the first and ten, uh, called First and Ten Film Session. And we did our first episode with one. Dylan McCaffrey of Michigan, where we went through his film. Yeah, and you can find that on our IGTV, redid it, and it's also on our podcast feed. Uh, if you want to go listen to some uh, Michigan football content, or we're going to do a couple other players. I think I'm going to do a Michael Penix one pretty soon. And Tommy, we want to get you on, and we want to do that 2007 Illinois episode. I think we're going to talk about the game against Okay, OSU. that sounds that sounds good. Um, and then, are, do you have anything on your channel you want to plug at all, or are you keeping it right? Not yet. That's that's still in the works, uh, the Patrick Felt show. So keep an eye out for that. And, Tommy, I'll see you soon, maybe on here, maybe on my All show, right. maybe on the first and ten. Well, maybe we can go, talk to uh, Williams. follow them on Instagram, Twitter, the whole shebang, and uh, listen to them on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes. Same here on our show. Follow us on Twitter uh, at the Tommy Divine Podcast and on Instagram as well. And uh, Spotify, Anchor, the whole kit and caboodle. Pat, thank you for joining me as always. It's been a pleasure. Say hello to my family and friends. And honestly, uh, I was talking to our grandmother today, and uh, she knows that we do this podcast. So I'm, I'm very proud of that. So am I. Uh, she, she mentioned it to me the other day. Uh, that's awesome. And say hello to my family and my hello. friends, too. I'm Lafayette, and uh, I can promise you I'll do the same over here. Thanks for Absolutely. having me on again, Tommy. Can't Go wait listen to, to the back. triumphant over there on the first and ten. And, uh, Have a good rest of your evening, everybody.